Welcome back, true crime fans. It's TJ, the weirdo with a beardo from Wings93, with another episode of True Crime Tuesday, where we explore true crimes and unsolved mysteries from across history and across the globe. Taking a break from all the death and destruction of our last several episodes, this week, we turn our focus to unexplained incidents and conspiracy theories, questioning the existence of intelligent life beyond our planet. In True Crime Tuesday number 95, The Roswell Incident On June 26, 1947, a civilian pilot from Minnesota named Kenneth Arnold claimed to have seen what would later be called a flying saucer. Just two days before, Kenneth Arnold says that he saw nine shiny objects flying in tandem near Mount Rainier in Washington, at speeds in excess of over 1,200 miles an hour. Now, Arnold became famous almost overnight, gaining national attention through various news outlets, and thus beginning the UFO frenzy and our love affair with the possibility of intelligent life beyond our own. Several weeks later, July 5, 1947, a farmer named Mac Brazel traveled from his remote ranch to the town of Corona, New Mexico. Brazel's ranch had no phone, no radio, and no television, so he was completely unaware of the frenzy that was building after Arnold's so-called flying saucer sightings. When Mac Brazel arrived in town, he learned of the sightings and was reminded of debris he'd found on his ranch several weeks prior, which he described as bits of tinfoil, rubber, and wooden beams. He had disposed of the items by burying them under some of the brush on his property. But after hearing about the strange sightings of objects in the sky, Brazel dug up these items and took them to the local sheriff's office in Roswell, about 75 miles away. The sheriff then called the Roswell Army Airfield, and Major Jesse Marcel was assigned to the case. Now, Brazel took Marcel to the part of his property where he'd originally found the debris, and the two men found more bits of rubber and tinfoil scattered across nearly one square mile. After gathering these materials, Major Marcel reported his findings to General Roger Ramey at the Fort Worth Army Airfield in Texas, who instructed Marcel to transfer the materials to Fort Worth immediately. Later that same day, Roswell Army Airfield released a statement claiming that personnel from the 509th Operations Group had recovered parts of a, quote, flying disc, which had crash-landed in Brazel's ranch, adding more validity to the claims made by Kenneth Arnold. Were these strange objects flying in the sky? Had they found the remains of one that had crashed into Earth? Soon after the statement was made, it was quickly retracted, and authorities from the Fort Worth Army Airfield claimed that the materials were actually from a, quote, weather balloon or a ray wind device that could be found in weather stations across the country. They also claimed the balloons were attached to a six-pointed reflective device that looked kind of like a silver star. They claimed the balloon would be sent into the sky where it expanded with greater altitude until it would rupture at nearly 60,000 feet, dropping debris on the ground below. But not everybody was buying that version of the story. So for nearly 40 years, researchers and skeptics questioned the government's stance on this supposed weather balloon. That was until 1994, when the U.S. Air Force admitted that the weather balloon story was, indeed, false. They then changed the narrative to say that the debris belonged to another high-altitude balloon that was part of Project Mogul, a secret surveillance program designed to spy on the Soviets during the early stages of the Cold War, in an effort to prevent them from developing their nuclear program. But it doesn't explain the comments made by General Marcel, 
who claimed some of the material they found on the ranch in New Mexico was, quote, nothing made on this earth. And according to the 1980 book The Roswell Incident, Marcel's son also handled some of the metal fragments, recalling the strange writing on them, saying it looked like Egyptian hieroglyphics, but there were no depictions of animals. He said they looked more geometric in nature, with squares and circles and triangles. Family members of rancher Mac Brazel also recounted stories of these recovered materials, which they claimed had, quote, super strength and weren't associated with any of the materials used in making a weather balloon. There were also supposed eyewitness reports from the late 1940s, which claimed that there were bodies taken from the site, a theory fueled by the alien autopsy video that surfaced later in 1995, which allegedly depicted the bodies of these small space creatures supposedly recovered from the crash site in 1947. However, in 2006, the film's originator, Ray Santilli, admitted that the alien autopsy footage wasn't real, but did claim that it was, quote, a staged reconstruction of footage that he himself had witnessed in 1992. But unfortunately, the original film, he said, had become too brittle to handle. Several decades later, after Major Jesse Marcel retired in 1978, he claimed that the weather balloon theory was simply a cover story which was also echoed by Brigadier General Thomas Dubose in 1991. Now, while both of these men claimed that there was something extraterrestrial going on, neither of them would confirm the existence of any alien bodies. Then in 1997, the U.S. government attempted to put the whole thing to bed, issuing an extensive report claiming that all of the debris and all of these alleged bodies, which they claimed were parachute test dummies, were part of a top-secret Project Mogul program a classified surveillance operation, again, used to spy on the Soviet Union's atomic bomb program. Now, regardless of whether you believe the government side of the story or not, it's undeniable that the Roswell incident sparked countless articles, books, movies, documentaries, and other coverage of the supposed UFO crash in the New Mexico desert in 1947. Now, much of the outside world has since moved on from the events of that time, but to this day it remains ingrained in the history of Roswell, New Mexico where you can still find restaurants and gift shops and museums dedicated to the crash and the existence of extraterrestrial life. Since then, the U.S. government has received several hundred reports of UFO sightings, including over 300 in the year 2022 alone, including reports from a large number of military personnel, including U.S. Navy and Air Force pilots. And it's estimated that out of the 366 reports received just last year, over 170 of them remain unexplained. And that is this week's True Crime Tuesday story, episode number 95, The Roswell Incident. Join me each week for more stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries. We'll see you next time.